Hello, this is Agoro, host of the Agoro Show, and you are listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. So keep your ears open and your mouth shut, shut. Hey, welcome to the Steve and Crypto Show presented by thestevestrout.com. I'm Steve. I'm Crypto Zoo. Welcome to episode 36. We want to thank you all for listening. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hope you've been enjoying the ride with us. Been having a good time. Um, a lot of uh, crazy stuff's going on. Keeping busy. You probably noticed if you're following us on social medias that we are promoting a uh, a, a, a podcast awards. <laughs> We're promoting right. the podcast awards, which <laughs> we are uh, nominated in a couple categories, People's Choice and the Entertainment categories. Um, I think you have until the end of this month or early August yep. to get in and vote. So head over to podcastawards.com and vote for this Stephen Crypto Show. Help us get our name on the map. That's right. And that's not the only way you can help us out. You can go to buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto. And any contributions that we receive there are going to be basically entered into a raffle. Well, your name is going to be entered into a raffle. And you have until July 31st to be a part of it. The winner is going to get a prize pack custom made by Steve and myself. And you're going to get to be on the show and come talk with us about anything you want. Um, we've said it already. Keep the politics out. Keep the religious content out. And we're good to go. You can come and chat with us about any any of your interests, any projects you have working on, um, whatever it may be. Just uh, we'd, we'd love to have you on the show. Yeah, do it. Uh, Buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto. And like I said, if you get in there and contribute by July 31st, you are in the drawing. And of course, you could always contribute after and you could contribute regularly if you're sticking around with us or whatever. It all helps. It all improves the show. It all helps us upgrade. It helps us advertise. It helps us just grow. That's what we want to do. We want to make the best the best show that we can for you guys. And we have a blast doing it for you guys. So it's win-win for everybody. So hook it up, Steve Crypto, or uh, buy me a coffee page, buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto. Got to get the words out right so you know where to go. <laughs> but there it is. The, got to the end of the month, do the buy me a coffee thing, and to go vote for us in the podcast awards. It will mean a lot to us. Uh, if you get on there and, and show us some love and help yeah, us I mean, out. throw the, throw us a vote. We really appreciate it. And check out some of the other names and nominees. And you know, um, there's a lot of entertainment out there. Uh, many of you probably, if you're listening to the show, you're probably into podcasts. But some of you might be just dipping your toe in and and discovered our show, and you're not sure where else to go. There is so much content out there, so much free content. And so just 
dive right in and and you know if, if in, you yeah i mean you just pick something that you're into and type it in your search column for your podcast app and you'll find you'll probably find shows that are dedicated to that you know if you're into ninja turtles i know there's a podcast for it oh yeah there's whatever you can think of really there's a hundreds of thousands of podcasts going right now um so you mentioned uh checking out other ones in the podcast awards check out our friends they are nominated in the tv and film category they're called are you afraid of are you afraid of the dark it's a remember the old show in the 90s on nickelodeon are you afraid of the dark i, I loved it they have a podcast all the time. watch it all and recap episode after episode they're a good show they're uh, good friends here in the Northwest and you guys should definitely check them out. And I don't think they're nominated on the show, but a show that we both really enjoyed. I think people that listen to us will really like is night of the horror file. That podcast, our buddy Lee and his wife, she's basically aversion to movies. She hasn't watched a lot of these movies and he's having her watch, you know, horror movies and genre films. And, uh, they kind of break him down and review him and it's like the dude knows his shit like i i'm envious of yeah. his his knowledge of film but he's also a funny motherfucker yeah and, they're really fun to listen to i look forward to them dropping new episodes and and just as you said you know he lee knows his shit he knows his horror information and i mean horror sci-fi whatever like just movies in general he's really movies in general the dude is on it man and and it's funny that you mentioned them we're kind of on the same page because it's like if you don't say it i'm gonna say it not a horror file (laughs) yeah we gotta show them guys that we actually lee came on a while back to do one of our promo segments to, to pitch the show so i don't remember what episode it is but go listen to all of them and you'll you'll encounter him and amongst many other interesting characters and personalities and creators and all that stuff. So listen to all the shows. Yeah. And I say this with, I say this with love, like we will make you feel like possibly less of a horror fan, you know, like all the facts they'll drop. You're like, damn, why didn't I know that? Like, I love this movie. And how did I not know that? (laughs) The thing I like about him is, you know how there's some people that are like, like, uh, real film buffs just try to come off like kind of like elitist like i'm better at you because i know all this or i try to you know pick things apart he's just like a dude you know what i mean yeah yeah his vibe is more like hey check this out you know it's just it's very just casual and just like really organically comes off just like we're sitting there having a conversation with him and his wife and he just knows stuff (laughs) He just knows more than you, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, man, that's good. That's a couple of shows to check out. And of course, there's a million others to, to uh, get into. Um, what are we talking about in the last episode? Uh, well, we, uh, we, we talked with our new friend, Nate Hamilton. We actually discussed oh, yeah. the... Uh, Nate's vintage shop out in Ocean Shores, Washington. Um, last time I was out that way, I was probably five years old or so. Yeah, I really would love to go back and, and actually check out his shop myself. Yeah, but yeah, we cool. basically, you know, kind of chatted a little bit about, 
your time there and and then had the man himself on and shared some stories about uh ufo sightings and bigfoot sightings and with a shop like nate's vintage you know you have some interesting clientele you know some 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 characters that come through some fun characters coming through the door so nate had a couple stories for us you know so anybody uh that hasn't checked that out yet just go back to the last episode and give it a spin and um nate was a really nice guy i mean really really fun to talk to and and looking forward to maybe having him on the show again someday yeah we'll definitely have him back it sounds like he got some more more interesting stories and stuff to tell us so that that'll be cool um did you you didn't get around to watching black widow yet did you (laughs) no Uh, i haven't yet all right so i won't bring up too much of that but (laughs) cool thing about that is uh it kind of left the door open in a couple teasers for some future, some upcoming Marvel shows and some other stuff. So that's cool. But um, this has been a, between that, um, this has been a week of uh, interesting uh, trailers and teasers to drop. Like, uh, did you see the, the Snake Eyes trailer? I did Snake Eyes G.I. Joe movie. It like it looks yep. like they finally made a decent G.I. Joe movie. Yeah. It looks it looks pretty good. I'm actually like intrigued and I'm considering actually going to watch it. Maybe they the were theater. just spinning yeah. too many plates before, you know, like maybe they had to focus on one guy for it to actually look decent and you know yeah. be a good movie. Yeah. Um another exciting uh teaser that came out this week was the uh child's play series yeah uh, we're gonna i know you're the... probably fucking jizzing your pants over that one i mean it's i'm i'm ready for it I'm man um, i think it was october 12th that we're gonna be getting that show oh just and... in time for halloween yeah yeah it's it's great you know it seems like in the last 10 years there haven't been uh too many like spectacular movies or shows to come out in october you know you you might get a a cool halloween movie or or something that has that vibe but it'll they'll put it out in you know december or whatever like well this is all right but why wouldn't they why wouldn't they put it out in october yeah i think i think we're gonna get the they do a animated adams family one aren't we in october yeah i think that's october like the end of september you know play through october yeah that's cool that's man i'm getting excited Fucking Halloween. Halloween Adam's right around the corner. Yeah. Three things I can I know that we're getting in October is Halloween, um, Halloween Kills, and Adam's Family 2, and then this Chucky series, yeah. which is going to be eight episodes. Uh, I think about an hour long each. And they've announced that that they've al- they're allowed to cuss. Chucky's allowed to drop the F bomb, I think about oh, yeah. up to seven times an episode, something like that. That's cool. Yeah. A bunch of old cast members are coming back. They got um, the actress who plays Kyle, the actor that played Andy. Um, I I don't know uh, who else exactly is, is coming back yeah. to the fold. But, I don't but know much details. Home, Tiffany. Tiffany, of course. Right, right. I don't know many details. I just know that I'm excited because the Child's Play movies are fun and this has got to be fun too. Yeah. So Supposedly, that's... they're doing a little bit of a, a dive into Charles E. Ray as a child. Oh, nice, nice. So there'll so, be some flashback scenes. So they put a teaser out for that. Go find it. 
check yep. that out um other stuff what next week we got uh kevin smith's masters of the universe series that should be yeah. fun as yeah. a kid who grew up watching he-man i'm kind of looking forward to it like I'm, I'm, yep, we'll see we'll see how it is i mean it might be good but um that dude's always doing something <laughs> yeah know? they have he just he just announced that uh they're shooting clerks three next month that's right that's like the fucking dude's busy yeah yeah well i i think the one thread that was kind of hanging for a while was jeff anderson because right. he he just didn't want to do another one because they had, I I believe this is like the second or third version of Clerks three that he has written. But then, so he, he then, had one then, a while ago. But then Jeff realized he wasn't doing anything else. So <laughs> <laughs> I like money. Yeah, money talks. Yeah, money talks. like yep. Yeah, <laughs> this Pretty new. Much. Well, I was gonna say going going back to uh, Motu. Uh, Kevin brought in a pretty good cast for the show oh, yeah. for for the voice yeah. acting. Um, you know, the great Mark Hamill is a part of the mix. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller, Jay Muse, I believe Mark Bernardin. I I would be surprised if Ralph Garman was not in the cast because he is the right. man of a million impressions. Yep. So, but yeah, there's there's quite a few uh, familiar names in the casting. It should be fun. It'll be good. I'm definitely look animation looks great. It it does. Look, it looks solid. Like I said, I'm definitely looking forward to checking that out. Um, there hasn't really been much else besides the stuff we mentioned happening. Um, Space Jam. Eh, we'll see. <laughs> maybe maybe after I watch it, we'll talk about it a little bit. Maybe on the, the uh, next episode or something. Um, not much. Um. Some She-Hulk castings. You know they're making the She-Hulk series, right? Yeah, I heard about that. They they just announced, uh, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing this right, but Jamila Jamil, she was on this show called The Good Place, which my one of my coworkers, one of my employees, just kept telling me, you need to watch this show, you need to watch this show. It's funny, it's funny. So I sat down and watched a couple episodes of it, and it's pretty fucking funny. Like, Kristen Bell is like a trip in it, and Ted Danson... Yeah, uh, looks pretty good, but the yeah. She-Hulk thing—I never realized. I knew it was happening, but I didn't realize that it was to the point where they were casting people already. They have like Tatiana Maslany from Orphan Black, which was like fucking amazing. I don't know if you watched that one, but she played like a hundred different clones of herself, and they all had like different personalities and shit. But it was cool. I think I watched a little bit of that. Maybe it wasn't a hundred, but exaggerating a little bit. And apparently Mark Ruffalo is going to be Bruce Banner on the show. Great. Um, one thing now is like, oh shit, really? Is uh, Tim Roth is uh, reprising his role as Abomination. He was Abomination on the Edward Norton Hulk film. So yeah, Tim Roth as Abomination again. That's kind of intriguing how that's going to work. Like, are they going to be seeing more, like, multi-universe stuff, you know? Um, I don't know. We'll see, how that, we'll see how it all plays out. It's it's just exciting. They've been doing such a good job with all their other series that, you know, it's fucking... You can't help but get excited for it. Like, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, fucking WandaVision. Those are all <clears throat> great shows. Yeah, and we have the uh, on the animated side. We have the upcoming "What If" 
which yes, is be probably going to be just as good as the rest of them. Yeah, especially if it's it's coming out on Disney, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That'd be cool. But yeah, so apparently I lied when I said there wasn't much happening this week. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there ain't much happening that we rambled on for however long about news and tidbits of this and that. Um, <laughs> I guess it's been a pretty good week then. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, you know, I... Go oh, ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. I was just going to say, it's uh, Shark Week just ended. That's always fun. I always get look forward to watching uh, some of the stuff on like that network that shows all the Shark Week stuff. I don't, really wanna, yeah. I don't know if I want to say their name i don't unless they want to pay me just kidding no but no i watched just discovery discovery channel shows all the cool fucking shark shows it's always fascinating like i'm not a water person but like the the sea life is fucking cool so it's weird especially sharks they're fucking badasses yep yeah i like watching them and admiring from afar from a distance you know um (laughs) i watched the uh jackass shark week video did you yeah it was pretty fun i mean <laughs> it's it. it's uh steve-o and pontius and and a couple new guys yeah and knoxville talks to them and kind of sets up everything right. on a zoom on a zoom call you know it's pretty much how i do it too like uh yeah. i'll talk with you guys on shore and then you can go out and deal with the sharks yeah, yeah <laughs> i didn't i didn't watch that what, what did they actually do did they actually get in water with sharks and oh yeah yeah, even get bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, not gonna give it away. Yes, yeah. yeah. Give it away. They get fucked up. Yeah. Um, see blood. All right. So, so there's a guy on like a wave board, you know, and he's getting yeah. pulled by a boat, and they want to do the whole jump the shark, um, like the uh, like, yeah. like the fawns, you know, back in the day. <laughs> so they got the little jump out there in the water, and he hits it, and when he lands, I mean, there's already a guy underwater with the camera. And they're showing two bull sharks. By the way, they're surrounded by like 10, 15 of them at this time. Yeah. So very, bull sharks are very aggressive too. Yeah. Bull sharks will hit you once to kind of, you know, disorient you. And then they come back around again for the bite. Yeah. So uh, they show two of them kind of going away from where he lands. But as soon as he lands in the water and he's flailing and whatnot, both it, of them turn around right hurts. away. And they, oh. and they went straight for him and one of them bit him. Oh. And the next time you saw him, he had a cast. Yeah, god damn. That's crazy. That's stupid. Like, almost at a point where you deserve to get fucking eaten. <laughs> like, stupid yeah. ass. <laughs> but, but it was sure entertaining to watch. I mean, yeah. listen, listen to me ramble about sharks. We could ramble about a lot of things, like fright yeah. rags. Right. Yeah. Well, speaking of them, um, and sharks, uh, this Wednesday, July 21st. Fright Rags are releasing their 2021 officially licensed Jaws franchise collection, including some classic reprints and some new designs, including a really cool-looking Jaws 3D shirt. Um, that That's right. Yeah, as always, Fright Rags has been bringing you the best in horror apparel and accessories since 2003. They offer a wide range of products for your favorite creature features, slasher flicks, and cult classics. Collections include John Carpenter's Halloween, Universal Monsters, Night of the Living Dead, Creep Show, Twin Peaks, Evil Dead, and so many more. Including Jaws now. That's right. All officially licensed and available soon or now at fright-rags.com. Fright-rags.com. 
Steve and Crypto Show listeners get 10% off when they use code SteveCrypto10. One word, SteveCrypto10 at checkout. Go get you a Jaws shirt. Go get you a some Chucky pajamas, maybe a Creep Show yeah. t-shirt. Get it all. Get all that. Get all that stuff at fright-rags.com. Um, Go on, get. So we kind of mentioned it's a almost Halloween time. And a couple years ago, I did a uh, series leading up to Halloween featuring a lot of horror hosts because, you know, it's my fucking thing. That's my thing. Um, and one of the first ones we had on was a brand new horror host named Lilith Von Bloodworth. And she has a show called Mondo Creepy. And it's a really fucking cool show, well-produced show. And she's freaking funny. Um, you know what I mean? She has a, a, they're putting a great show. They've only had a few episodes out, but they've gotten quite a following to the point that they've been nominated for like Rondo Awards and stuff, which is really freaking cool. But um, I did a little Q&A and got to know them a little bit. Um, like I said, they started right around the same time as us. And so I was like, you know what? It's time to bring them on the show. So I connected with Lilith von Bloodworth herself and invited her to come and chat with us. And she showed up with her uh, producer of the show, Matthew Maisto. So we have a little guest for you this week. We have Jenny Welsh, who portrays Lilith von Bloodworth the host of Mondo Creepy and Matt Maisto. So, um, yeah. And she's, she's not just any old horror host, you know, like we, we love all the horror hosts out there doing their own thing in their own way. Um, and, and just like many, she is creative and kind of has her own take on, on, on the hosting aspect. And, and, uh, I, I really dig her, her set, you know that she has in the oh, like the going on video store. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, cool. yeah. So just listen to the episode, and you'll you'll get some details on that. But it... yeah, check it out. Meet Lilith von Bloodworth and her producer sidekick Matthew Maisto. Greetings, it is I, Lilith von Bloodworth from Mondo Creepy. You're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show. Hey, we're on the Steven Crypto Show with a special guest that we've been trying to bring on for pretty much since day one. Um, you might remember a couple of years ago, Halloween before last, I did the series on horror hosts at thestevestrout.com. And one of our first uh, subjects was Lilith von Bloodworth from Mondo Creepy. And we have her here today we have jenny welsh who portrays lilith and her producer from mondo creepy matthew maisto what's up guys how you doing how's it going hello, hello darlings how are all my favorite creepers doing we're doing pretty right. good we're doing pretty good staying creepy as possible oh, you know perfect so um, only only a few short months away until the best time of the year that's right, Halloween. It's almost yeah. Halloween. My super favorite holiday of all time. 
So when I can really let my hair down, let my white locks flow. Got it. <laughs> it's that time of year. Um, so before we start chatting about the, the history of the character and all that good stuff, I want to congratulate you guys on this in a short time. I was it two episodes in, you guys were nominated for the for the rondo for the the favorite horror host how how was that that's got to feel pretty good at having it was nice it was really cool actually because yeah we was only two episodes in and then shortly after we did the third episode and we are currently a month away from shooting the next one we're in rehearsals for our next episode which we'll be shooting in exactly a month yeah we only had to beg a little to uh, get nominated for the rondo did we (laughs) I think I think people liked you guys and just just uh, nominated you because they love you and you guys you know you guys the, the production is really good. Um, thank you. Funny, you know, that. it's well written. Like all your jokes and gags are really funny. Yeah, he's quite brilliant, and uh, he makes me look good, and then my tits just make me look better. So between <laughs> between him and the boobs. Yeah, it's a winning well, combination. Well, I like to say that like Thanks. we're we're sort of like we're sort of like Firestorm. You know, she's Ronnie Raymond, I'm Doctor Stein, and when we're together, we form the the Lilith Matrix. Okay, the Holy Trinity, as it were. I was almost gonna say he's like a third boob, but I guess I like his analogy better. It works. Yeah, but like once the <laughs> the Lilith Matrix is formed, you know, Doctor Stein can't. All he could really do is just, you know, sort of recommend stuff, but Lilith's going to do what Lilith's going to do, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, you could write the best material, and if, you know, Lilith is not, you know, spot on with her delivery and her timing, it's for nothing. So, you know, I it's, it's a team. It's a team effort, you know? Thank yeah, it's all on, on your hands by that point, yeah. yeah. Spent, spent, you know, I, I spent a lot of time uh, around comedy, like stand-up comedy, being a booker and like promoter and stuff for years and uh you know you could see like in joke writing the delivery and the timing is everything it's everything everything. it's everything my hashtag timing is everything really is and um so thank you for that bit yeah 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 you're (laughs) welcome but yeah the rondo that's awesome um hopefully you guys get back on the ballot next year well, I like to call it the, the Svengoolie. You know, Svengoolie. I don't call it the Rondo the Svengoolie. Yeah, but that guy yeah. deserves to win. You know, I mean, he, he's one of the only few guys doing it on a national level, and he's damn good at what yeah. he does. So, like, yeah. I, I see a lot of other hosts and shows sort of complain that he always gets it, but he deserves it. He really does. Yeah, I think he's kind of like a, a torchbearer. You know what I mean? It's like oh, yeah. if people. You know how, how many people went out and searched what the hell is a horror host after seeing Svengoolie? Yeah. And, and found all these other shows like Mondo Creepy and through the history, people like Count Gordeval. And, you know, it's like they it's putting putting these in, in the spotlight a bit. Yeah. I mean, and also you got to consider that for the longest time, he really was the only guy. Yeah. Like it's nice that Joe Bob is back, which is awesome. I love Joe Bob. I'm a Shutter subscriber. I yeah. faithfully watched every every week when he's on. And we um, like Darcy the male girl. We yes. love Darcy. Darcy, Darcy. Darcy. Yeah. 
But, uh, you know, for a long time, he pretty much carried the genre on his shoulders. He dominated. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, we saw Elvira everywhere, but, like, Svengoli was working. He was doing yeah. a show, and, you know, so it's yeah. definitely, like, just being nominated, though. and, and it's, a, it's a massive... It's uh, a real honor. It's a yeah. massive honor, and it's definitely, um, yeah. uh, what would you say... It's a confidence booster. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. For for <laughs> such for a such a young season. show, for yeah. such a new show to be noticed already like that. Like what's that say five years from now? You guys are gonna be fingers crossed. You guys will be the yeah. runner up to Sanguli. That's right. <laughs> that's 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 a good goal though. That's something that to be to number two for all we want in life is to be to number, be number two. two. Like Snapple. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, let's just emphasize the fact that it hasn't taken you guys very long to to get where you are to get that nomination. So again, congrats! That's great. Thank you so like much. Said, it's it's a great production and really good writing. You guys are a good team, and I'm actually I'm glad Matt came on a show. So we, I could, you know, so I congratulate him too because yeah, I know speaking with you over time, he's a big part of. Of he, he makes the he's the oil in the wheel that makes the machine keep turning. I'm oily, very oily. He's oily, he's oily, <laughs> yeah. he's oily and I'm booby. There you go. And the oil and boobs together just it's a winning chocolate combination. And chocolate and peanut butter. I like that. Yeah, there you go. I quite like chocolate and peanut butter. That's that's <laughs> yeah, I just I just ate some uh, peanut butter cups. <laughs> a little while ago to give me a little energy boost so there you go it works it works By the way, you have to be a certain age to get that reference if you're like under the age of 40 i don't think anybody really gets the your chocolate is my peanut butter your peanut butter is my <laughs> chocolate reference <laughs> so um you mentioned you're getting ready to start working on episode four well the yeah. script is done the script We're, is finished uh, we started rehearsals yesterday actually and um, we are in full swing to uh, get the next episode yeah. up and going. And we'll and, be shooting um, in about a month, we'll, uh, less than a month. We'll be shooting in, in, in the beginning of August. Yeah. And yeah. we're really excited. Now we've got the formula down. Uh, it's, we've hit some little bumps, as it were. In, COVID really kind of threw everything off. Yeah, that's still throwing. That was a off. massive thing. Yeah, yeah I was but, gonna, that was going to be a question I was going to ask you guys. How, what kind of struggles did the whole COVID situation um, cause for the show? The first struggles started, you know, with technical things during the actual filming, and then just sort of uh, getting a flow. And then when COVID kicked in full swing it was where do we film what space are we going to be in and we had a few places that just didn't work out for one reason or another and we couldn't find a place for about eight months like yeah we had scripts we had a script and could not literally no, shoot no it for shoot. for eight months which was frustrating so so that like kind of threw off the momentum because we're trying to like churn them out once every three or four months ideally get it down if we really can to like every once every two months um but uh you know hopefully still... now that things are somewhat getting back to normal we can we can kind of like get that going again and we have a few options now yeah and you know we've been friends for a real spell for eight years yeah 
And so, you know, we know each other inside and out as well as we know each ourselves. And that helps a lot. And um, you don't know these sort of things if you're not in the business per se. But when you like who you're working with, like really like them and know them, it makes all the difference. Because when you don't, if you don't like one another, if you don't like a partner, if you don't like a person, um, it can be awkward. It can make the entire production unseemingly unnerving and we all know at one stage or another people can be cunts and um when you have to face that day in and out it can actually alter the entire performance and the production so it helps a lot and there's a lot of love in our little circle so and we we're very patient and understanding with one another and it's helping to make things very smooth. When and we also have a few other key players that help us. Yeah, we do. As well. Uh, my best friend is a guy named Peter Gurner, uh, who's a special effects makeup artist. Uh, him and his partner is a guy named Brian Spears. Uh, they go by GNS FX. They've done a lot of, like, you can IMDb them. They've done a lot of really impressive things, big movies and such in the, in the industry. And uh, they've been, in, particularly Pete, uh, Pete's pretty much our, our, he's our third partner. He's been instrumental. Yeah, Pete's our third partner. And, uh, and we always get like nice little assists from Brian as well. Yeah. And, and you know, different people here and there and doing their people. bit. Yeah. But when we actually film, I imagine you've, you know, done filming as well as podcasting. When you're doing actual filming, it's a serious business. I mean, you have a giggle and a laugh here and there, but it's a serious business and when you have that love and that camaraderie, it really helps the transition go smoothly. Yeah, yeah. If you have a, if you have a good team backing you up and you're all on the same yep. page and yeah, you know, all with the same goal in mind, it definitely makes a world of a difference and it shows in the end product. Really I mean, does. I um I play in bands and this is a little bit different, but related. You know, it, it is related. It, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. If, if you're not all, you know, wanting to, you know, play this certain groove or whatever, it just might not work out. And I play guitar. So, I used to be in bands as a kid, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and it shows with watching professional bands too. Uh, one that comes to mind is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. I was Those just guys, thinking of them. They seem so tight when you watch them, you know, and and. Yeah. It's just, it shows that they've been together 30 plus years yeah. now. Yeah. You can really, really see it and I, see that they. I saw them 30 plus years ago in a tiny club in Trenton, like a few years before they blew up. So, yeah. and, and at that point, they had already been together for about, you know, seven years at that point. Yeah, they were. And even then, you could see it, huh? Oh, yeah. They were around for a while before they kind of blew up. Yeah, they were. They were a big, big underground band. But um, they, you know what that that whole uh, the camaraderie thing goes with just about any any type of work you're in. Yeah, especially you know? entertainment show business. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it could be as simple as a marriage or a teacher and 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 you know a classroom, but in show business, it can make or break your entire production. Yeah, and again, know. it circles back to the, the writing and stuff on the show itself. You guys have that respect and love for each other you guys know each other you guys know how you know how how jenny's delivery is and you know his writing and you just know how to to make it work together and we give each other room 
for yeah. mistakes and mm-hmm. corrections. And, and we do something that sounds common, but not everyone adheres to. We really listen to each other. Yeah. We listen to our complaints. Yeah. We listen to our, 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 our points of, of direction and, um, it goes really well. And the other advice I can give for people out there is don't be afraid to edit your own material. Mm. Don't be afraid to cut out your own material. When something's not working, get rid of it. Yeah. Well, I, <clears throat> I found that out all too well uh, doing the show. Before we started, I've mentioned a million times, I had no experience with sound or editing or anything. And I'm just kind of teaching myself as I go. And it's that... Uh, ability to edit myself and clean myself Mm -hmm. up is huge (laughs) it's paramount yeah so i was going to ask a question that i'm i'm sure you've been asked plenty of different times um but for our listeners where did the mondo creepy name come from where did you guys decide to go with that for the the brand we actually started with Midnight Creepy, yeah. but Matthew was doing his research, he's quite good at, and he found out that um, when he was looking up all these other names to make ours fit, Midnight was just overly too used. many. Yeah, there were there just too used. many shows out there using the word Midnight. So Matthew asked my opinion, what do you think of Mongo Creepy? And I was like, uh fancy that up a bit make that appeal to me more so with Lilith which is another question coming um I am a small person as Jenny Welsh I'm about 109 pounds soaking wet I'm a 32 double d which is relatively big for my small frame but Lilith is like a 34 d 34 when you see on the show, she says, Mondo creepy, and she taps the bubbies. She does this kind of like inward down slope and pulls the tits up and does the, he said, how about Mondo? Cause you've got those big tits, yeah? And um, it was just a Mondo. Well, there's also that tits. and, the, and the, you know, the term Mondo being used, you know, throughout, you know, has a nice long history in, you know, cult films and horror films that as well. Is- and it feels like a, a like a term that would be used in the eighties and nineties when video stores were huge, which yeah. brings me to yeah. the set, which is yeah. a, a uh, the video store. We, we idea, really, yeah, we really lucked out with that. I'll, I'll tell you the story about that. Um, we were actually looking for a space to shoot originally, and we had talked to some people that we. Somebody said, oh, I know a guy that has like an old VHS store that's been closed down for a bunch of years. Or like, I know a guy that sort of has a set that looks like one. And none of these places were really what we were looking for. They still felt or looked too new. They looked like they weren't like, like from like 1992, that local mom and pop video store grime on it. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And, and just by dumb luck, I'm on io9.com one day and they featured this guy who had this who built a model of uh, this old school video store. And I'm like, Holy crap, this is perfect. The pictures were perfect. Everything was great. Uh, and his name is Andrew Glazebrook. And I reached out to him and I told him, listen, we're doing this show. This is the concept for the show. I can't pay any money. Uh, we're not monetized at all. We have zero viewers. It may, we may never get enough viewers to be monetized, 
Um, but uh, I just want to ask your permission. If you say no, I understand. And like he was on board right from the beginning. So like we were very lucky to get permission to use his pictures. And, uh, you know, when we shoot, it's just Jennifer in front of a green screen. And then, uh, and then I drop the, the, the pictures of, of the model behind her. Nice. Um, so um, speaking of Jennifer and Lilith, um, character, tell us a little about the development of the, of the Lilith von Bloodworth character. Matthew actually originally had this image in his mind, which was quite the opposite, everything opposite of Elvira where she was um, dark dress, big dark hair. He said, we can't do her, we have to make it our own. So he had an image inexplicably in his mind. And he said- I wanted her to be the photo negative of like the usual female horror host, the Elvira prototype. We wanted something completely different, completely, completely opposite. And um, with my, use of voices and character choices he said with this vision I have I know with your own take with not much direction from me I know you can make this your own and we just sort of gelled from there nice I like that that's it, it's good that you took something that's a, a formula that's been working for a long time but you're like I'm gonna take this I'm going to flip it and make it our own thing. But it still has those traits of the original that work. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? You add the humor and, you know, like the sex appeal and it's just, it's a, it's a good winning formula. It's what, yeah, but you, you still make it your own. Influence is that, I mean, we sort of see the show as kind of a spiritual successor to USA up all night in a weird way where we're kind of sort of, channeling the sexiness of Rhonda Shear with the snark of Gilbert Gottfried. Right. You could definitely, <laughs> you could definitely see that influence. In there. Yeah. Like when she does like the boob thing, when she says Mondo creepy, that's sort of like when uh, Rhonda Shear used to say, you would say up all yep, night. Up all night. Yep. That was um, when we did our Q and a a while back on the site. Um, that was one of the things we talked about influences and you mentioned Rhonda Shear and, and Gilbert and them. Um, are you finding yourself influenced by any current horror hosts and performers? Um, not really. Not really, but we've been very friendly. We're very friendly with the horror host community and the horror community in general. They, pretty much everyone, yeah. almost, I'd say 98 to 99% of our following has been so supportive yeah. and, and so and some people we've gotten to know on a on a personal on level a personal level to yep. a little bit um mr lobo uh has been uh, very nice and we've, we've had uh, several conversations with him and his producer and his producer Adam aaron Lane. Lane. yeah yeah the the they're very they're quite keen on us uh becoming uh i guess the show well yeah i mean yeah the, well uh, to, to be a staple on their Network. Yeah, we, yeah we're, there's a good chance in a few more episodes that the show will might be on uh, uh, Mr. Lobo's uh, Roku channel, OSI 74. So that's massive. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, it's yeah. a good, yeah. it's, it's a and, good, uh, definitely a good channel. And uh, we've actually been talking to Rhonda Shear. 
here and there. She's been she's actually been a little bit supportive of the show. She's been massively supportive. She yeah. sent uh, the producer, Matthew, and myself about over $200 worth of her online merchandise because she has lingerie. a lingerie line. So um, I modeled uh, several of the, all of the clothing, and I did some bits and we put them up on the, my page is the real Jenny Welsh and in Mondo Creepy. Yeah. yeah, most people don't know that she's become this major entrepreneur in the, in the women's uh, undergarment market. She, uh, she's a millionaire. She, she's, yeah, she's a multi millionaire and she's on Home Shopping Network, on the Home Shopping yeah. Network every yeah, day. She, she, like, she like invented some kind of fancy bra or something. Yeah, she yeah. did. And the the bra. Yeah. bra. The bra. Yeah. yeah. She's and doing she's doing pretty well with it, yeah. Very well, and she sent us the clothing, and I modeled it, put yeah. some of the photos we up. We still on have the page. some more to put up. Still have quite a few to put up. Yeah, and we're super grateful to her and her uh, producers for their support. Yeah. Uh, I'd say ninety nine percent of the people have been quite supportive, and you know, in on any page, any character, any show, you're going to get some blokes who have, you know the sexual comments or indiscretion or, or the dick pics, the infamous dick pics, which we still get yeah. up on Twitter. And, which and, we and so do you just, hours. do you just take those and forward them to Matt or do you? After a good laugh. <laughs> Sometimes I'm the one that answers the mail half oh, the time. Okay. So yeah. So, so I'm the first one to see them. Right. Uh-huh. Lucky me. Yay. Yeah, you send a picture back to of yourself with your thumbs up, like "thank you." Yeah, <laughs> mine's yeah, better. Yeah. Thing about sending back a picture of mine. Send it back, be like, "mine's better." Like, yeah, <laughs> I actually thought about that. We have a good laugh. We have a good laugh. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's. I mean, you laugh at it, but it's still kind of fucked up and sick. Yeah, yeah. it is, but it's like, it's the way. Like, what are people? I mean, there are a few. Like, one guy sent one. And like through his Facebook page, through Facebook Messenger, and you look at his, his profile and he's got a link to his girlfriend's page on there as well. So like we notified the girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I just don't get where people think it's OK. They're not no. thinking. I know so They're many not, other things yeah. that you can send. Yeah. <laughs> and we've put out enough warnings on the Facebook page where we, we tell people like we will publicly shame you when you yeah. do this. And we do. Good. And it's still yeah. out. It's it's the nature of the beast. It's yeah, it yeah. is what it is, and we deal with it accordingly. Yeah, yeah. And I think because we are older, you know, we're not kids, we're not in our teens, we're not in our twenties, yeah, and yeah. we have this amazing gift that people in their teens and twenties don't have. We've lived a life well beyond uh, pre- before social media. Yeah. So, and and we're older, so we can we can deal with this much more. Yeah. We've we've seen it all. We've seen it all already, and got a little tougher skin, but it's still. We do have tougher skin. It's annoying, or or yeah, some people take annoying, disrespectful, but 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 we deal with it. We deal with it wholeheartedly. It is what it is, and we move on. We move on. Pretty much, pretty much. Um. So you mentioned, go back to uh, you talking about finishing the script for a new episode any any hints on, on the movie it? yet we actually have uh, a movie that was made in the last 10 years on the show for a change we've got oh. a film that has never aired on uh on Perfect. an internet platform 
I mean, you can actually buy it on demand. It came out actually last year. Um, and it's a new film. That it's, we're putting, it's quite good, actually. And, it's, and it has that old school USA up all night vibe to it. It's nice. done quite well. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Um, That's all we will say for now. Obviously, yeah, you can't say. Thought maybe I try to try to uh, get some hints, but that's good. That's good. I'll give you one hint. I will give you one hint. There, you can actually see the trailer for it in our in our last episode. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So that's a pretty good hint. (laughs) Yeah, kind of narrows it down a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Just a bit. So we had like we have twelve breaks in the last episode, so you have, you know. At least a one in twelve chance of figuring it out. Nice. Um, so, what kind of uh, hurdles do you got to jump through to to, to show a, a new movie like that? Um, I've just you got to go in the public domain. Well, I mean, well, I mean, to to For show us. the well, the usual horror hosting yeah. in public domain films. Yeah. But uh, I've been very keen just. Because, you know, we're always, because we show those trailers during our commercial breaks, our quote commercial breaks. Um, And sometimes I've, uh, it's been a matter of just like looking at those films and then doing research on the filmmakers and then seeing, do they have anything older? Do they have stuff that like hasn't really been released or has been released and been forgotten? Uh, And then sometimes I just put out a a plea uh, on the social media pages and a couple of people have responded. Yeah. So they just give you the, the rights to, to run it? Yeah. I mean, for, for... Uh, the, the thing that we're showing in uh, the next episode, uh, the filmmaker, I, I, and I asked him, I said, why do you want to give this to us? Why are you giving us your film? And he said, I already sold it to Tubi. I've already made my money. Right. Yeah, he ain't going to make any more. Um, and... I mean, he's still selling it on DVD. Right. But I think, you know, the odds of, you know, getting rich. I mean, and it's a good film. But, right. uh, you know, I have to be realistic about, you know, what your sales expectations are for the DVD. So I think he knows that the bulk of this film has been uh, made through Tubi. But the one thing that I also promised, and that is sort of going to be the template going forward for when we hopefully get more original films is, listen, we'll give us your film. I'll make a sort of TV edit of it. And then we'll promote, you know, the uncut, uncensored version uh, for you to sell on DVD throughout the show. So it oh, becomes yeah, a win-win for everybody. Yeah, that's like little extra it's almost like running a uh infomercial for it sort of yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's a, that's a cool idea um so what um has has the role the lilith role opened any doors for for jenny outside of the sh- outside of mondo creepy um yeah actually um people are interested in working with us in the future uh, doing things like promo bits, something like iOS, um, uh, OSI, OSI, excuse 74. me, OSI 74, pardon. Um, he just loved the character so much. He was Mr. Looking, Lobo. Mr. Yeah. Lobo is looking to do our show on his network. And also he wants you to play a he character. He wants me to play a different Solomon. character uh, on some forward bits, on some future bits. Um, I've had different photographers reach out to me because they've seen the character and I've been asked to uh, do some pinup work for cars, um, make appearances to go to Monster Mania, uh, sign autographs. And um, I've had people ask me to go on their podcasts 
or make an appearance on a show in character. So there's, in just a short amount of time, for just the few episodes that we have out, there's been uh, opportunities in the, the near future that we're looking to pursue, especially once the new normal uh, comes to pass. You know, I think something that would be fun to see you guys do is uh, maybe a, a music video with the right band would be really cool. And, and it wouldn't have to be in this setting, but it'd be fun to see a band playing in the video store. In the video store. You know? Yeah. Hilarious. And, yeah, and it could even be a song about you haunting the place. That would be fun. Yeah. That's, a, that's a fantastic idea. That's a good idea. But yeah. I do. I would like to do a live show uh, eventually. I, I sort of have plans because, you know, we're right now we're releasing the show once every three months, trying to get it down to two. Ideally, I'd like to do like one live show once a month, uh, every other month in between the regular show uh where you know we would do it on like twitch and facebook live and, and youtube and it would be a different type of show where lilith would host music videos and short films and i'm gonna try and talk to bands where like the whole gimmick is like listen it's not going to live on the channel it's going to be like old school tv where if you miss it the first time you're not going to see it again so nobody has to worry about their content living forever on one of our our, our channels their social media pages right right that's a good idea I mean, you mentioned Svengoolie earlier. It works for him. You know, yeah. you miss his show. That's it. Miss it. It's yeah. just, it's just like you know, being a kid and and, and thumbing through the TV guide, waiting for your show to come on. And I got to get home to watch yeah. Gargoyles at three thirty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. You can't miss He Man at four o'clock. You know. Right. Transformers. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. The block was always, see, sometimes Garfield was like the first show. No, Heathcliff. It was Heathcliff. And the only reason you watch Heathcliff is because you had to wait for Heathcliff to be over to get to Transformers and G.I. John. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I digress. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 And a couple years later, it was Ninja Turtles. But yeah. yeah. Remember those days, the good old days. So what, um, you could show any movie on Mondo Creepy. What Ooh, what would you show? Oh, that's a good one. That is a very good one. Because Jeez. we always stick to the to the public domain. But yeah. we just saw a, a vampire film last we, night. We watched Near Dark last night. Okay. Um, gosh, Catherine Bigelow did that. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what I would like to do? Sure. If we could be anyone, I'd love to do The Lost Boys. Right. That would be... That's classic. That would yeah. be a good one. The vampires. Yeah. See, so it'd, be, that would it'd be, be It'd be fun if you did the Lost Boys and then had a guest on an episode have the saxophone player. Greasy <laughs> <laughs> saxophone. <section. laughs> right. But have him as a ghost. Yeah. What would you do? What I'd like to show that? like one of those old school uh, Fred Olin Ray movies, like uh, like a Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers or uh, ah. or uh, you know. Frank uh, Slimeball Bolorama, one of those. Rocky Horror. That would be fun too, yeah. I had to do a musical. I guess. I never really thought about musicals. If you could do a really old school film. Yeah. I know you're always talking about, uh, who's the horror guy? The Italian guy. Sargento? Argento. Argento. Sargento is the cheese. Sargento is the cheese guy, yeah. He's cool too, though. I mean, we like cheese too. Yeah. An Argento film. An Argento would be, film would be. Well, I mean, a couple are in the public domain. We'll probably get to them eventually. I think we should. Yeah. Yeah. 
There yeah. you go. Deep Red's, Deep Red is in the public domain. We could do that. That's we probably won't. That's something to look forward to. That would yeah. be smart. But the trick is that we're trying to do films that a lot of other hosts haven't have done. Have not done. And that's the trick because, you know, the format being what it is, the genre being what it is, uh, everybody have right now it. is like really, you know, there's only so many, there's a finite number of public domain films and everybody's done them. Yeah, there's all the staples, like, you know, of yeah. course, Night of Living Day, which you guys did, but I think yeah. that's... That was brilliant for number I, one. I think that's a good enough movie that... Yeah, I mean, should... we did it because it's one of my all-time favorite films, it's... and because it puts yeah. asses in seats, so to speak. Yeah, definitely. It's It might as well start off with a bang, yeah. right? But how many times are you going to see Carnival of Souls? You know, every host has done Carnival of Souls. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's the trick, is to... Keeping it as original Keeping as possible. Yeah. So going forward, we're really trying to find original films, particularly because uh, the other thing about the show, we sort of see it as a celebration of the VHS era. That's why she's in the video store. So the yep. more, you know, films align to that era, we can find the better. Right. Speaking of her in the video store, she's haunting the video store. I'm sure you probably have a backstory. Do you want to talk about how, tell how, how is how is she die? How does she become Lilith? Well, she we we've kept it kind of vague. We're, we may play it out in a, in a future episode once we figure out exactly what it is. But she was a B movie actress in the seventies and eighties, and then she died in a horrible accident, and she went to hell, and somehow she was able to make to a deal with make Satan. a deal with Satan to come back. So, but when she came back to life. She returned to her old home, and then after she had died, the house became a video store, and now it was abandoned. So now she's stuck in her old home, which became a video store, and now she's she's like just there. But, so luckily, she took the gig because you know what else are you going to do when she when she had the offer to become a horror host? It was like the perfect setting because what else are you going to do with all those old movies? Yeah. All I can do is watch horrible B horror films. Uh, using a uh, 95 Windows Windows 95 95 Windows startup modem, yeah. which takes forever. A 56K modem with Windows 95. Oh, that's that is, is That is hell on this. Yeah, that's that's yeah. hell on earth. <laughs> hell on earth. Yep. But at least you got movies, and yep. what's life without movies? You know, or that's what's right. death without movies? Yeah. Yes. What's death without movies? Um. So what are uh, we kind of went over? movie coming up and what what other stuff we're going to see in the future uh some fan films where we're going to try and work because there's some people who make some really great fan films which hopefully is an avenue we can pursue because they can't make money off of those movies and we don't want to make money we can't make money off of the filmmakers uh movies so we're hoping that that's going to be a win-win there are a couple that we have our our eyes on um as well and uh there are some public domain films as well uh, in the near future, one of them isn't even a horror film. It's, uh, it's an old, fiction? it's an old Mad Max ripoff. Oh, that's good. Right. So um, we're going to play with that, and we'll also dig into Lilith's past when she was still alive as well. She's got a very there. shady past. Yeah, <laughs> a very shady past in the entertainment industry. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Shady, she's a shady lady. Yeah, the shady lady. I like she's that. Shady lady. I used, that's that's a term I used for my sister. I call her a shady lady all the time. <laughs> <laughs> she calls me worse stuff, so it's okay. Right. Okay. Sibling rivalry. Right. Exactly. 
Okay. Um, well, time is kind of winding down here. We've held you guys up for a while. Um, I've been held hostage in my basement for all of eternity. So a few more minutes won't bother. A few more minutes won't hurt. Well, let's take the few minutes and tell listeners exactly where to find you on the social media and where to find your channel and all that important stuff. Uh, you can go to uh, YouTube, uh, Mondo Creepy TV. Uh, also, hold on, let me pull up. Nice. It gets a little confusing because some of them I couldn't get the rights to just Mondo Creepy, so I had to do Mondo Creepy TV. And that's another misconception we'd like to clear up is some people think that the name of the show is Mondo Creepy TV. It is not. It's just Mondo Creepy. It's just some of the social media pages are called are referred to as Mondo Creepy TV. Right. Yeah. Uh, Instagram is Mondo Creepy TV. Uh, and Twitter is uh, is Mondo Creepy. Right. And then you could also follow Lilith on Facebook as well at Lilith Von Bloodworth. Did you tell them the Instagram? Yes, I told them the Instagram. Yep. <laughs> you missed that. Mondo Creepy TV on Instagram. Yes. Yep. And um, what about uh, Jenny and her work? You want to plug your your own? Yeah, yeah why not? I'm I'm Jenny Welsh. You can find me on Instagram at the real Jenny Welsh, and on Instagram. And um, yeah, I have a lovely little following going on there. I we're at sixteen thousand now. Yeah, I'm just over sixteen thousand followers. I've been blessed with a nice ripe little number. And we, we plug away to the uh, Mondo Creepy page. They've been madly generous to uh, the following. So very supportive, which I'm so blessed and thankful to have. Yeah, I, I enjoy, you know, I love Mondo Creepy. I also enjoy your personal page because, like, you know, you do a lot of modeling and stuff, but you also have a lot of fun with it. And me, somebody with a sense of humor, you have a blast, like, you know, I was I was laughing earlier with the, the Fruit Loops thing. <laughs> That's funny. In a world full of Cheerios, be a Fruit Loop. Be a Fruit Loop. And because I do, um, I have a massive love for Star Wars. Yes. And I do the Darth Vader, and I do the Stormtrooper, and yeah, you know, I get dressed up sexy and I play around with it. But I have so much bloody fun, and I've got a. Uh, uh, a collective of photographers that I've been working with for a spell and they've been madly generous with their time and their influence uh, in order to get me uh, doing what I love in order to capture that. So I'm, I'm madly grateful for all the love and support that I have there. And I also do pinup. Yep. Um, I massive love for pinup. I have a massive love for beards, which I was about to tell you, I really, really like your beard. Steve oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Appreciate so, um, yeah, I have an eclectic palette of things that I like to do. And yep. um, one of those things is Mondo Creepy and horror films and the horror community. So I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with that. And I have a, I have a, uh, a very good sense of humor. Yes. So I take yes. it all in stride. I like to have fun. And that's you know, what I do. That's uh, it. Jenny Walsh, I love to have fun. And, and for Mondo Creepy, we are having loads of fun. And that's what's important. As long as you're having fun, 
You know what I mean? We might not all make a million dollars doing what we're doing, but if we're having a good time, that's that's almost good enough. I mean, I could use the money, but <laughs> having fun is is it's key. The key. It's key. And um not to circle back to your, your page, but uh you don't know how jealous I got the other day when you posted the Dunkin' Donuts one. <laughs> because we had dunks on like every corner back home and out here it's, you don't non- out there. it's non-existent i know i used to live in los angeles for a little while and there are no Nothing. Dunkin' donuts what i think they, they just started like a few years ago they opened like a few here and there but i was there 20 years ago there was no dunkin donuts in true? los angeles yeah yeah no dunkin donuts i think there might be one in washington somewhere but it's like in a gas station or something so that's uh, not it's not real i love doing a to her taking photographs with some sort of fun food like donuts or cereal or fruit or cake and any kind of cupcakes anything pretty it's just so much fun and there's lots you could do with it you could i could dress up in costume but also uh living in in the new jersey pennsylvania area most of the world does not understand the 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 power of uh, and the deliciousness of wawa (gasps) oh see We didn't have Wawa in Connecticut, but I, I've been to a Wawa, so passing through in Pennsylvania. But yeah, no, none in Connecticut, and definitely none here. Yeah, I know nothing of the Wawa. <laughs> How about a Krispy Kreme? Yeah. You guys have Krispy. We cream. have Krispy Kreme. Yeah, we have Krispy Kreme. But uh, that's, that's it's funny. not. I, I Dunkin' Donuts blows it away. I don't care what really? anybody says. Really? I, I think prefer so. the, the Krispy Kreme donuts. Well. Maybe um, maybe Dunks changed their whole output or something, but back in my day, <laughs> um, it, it was Dunkin' Donuts. Donuts was the place. It was the shit. It was the good stuff. But they have uh, donuts in general has come a long way, and they have all sorts of donut shops and cake shops. Yeah, donuts yeah. have gotten way too fancy. Donuts have gotten super fancy, and yep. I quite like it actually. There's, I mean, you give me some pretty cake or some macarons, I'm just a sucker for macarons. Oh yeah. And any little delicious pastry or little bits of of sweet, I love a good sweet shop. You can have fun with it. Um. Yeah. I love doing my bathtub shoots, which we did the cereal and yep. um, anything to have fun. Uh, I did a shoot uh, just last week in popcorn. I haven't put the, the photographs up yet, but they um, I was embedded in this massive spread uh, bigger than my body. I was engulfed in popcorn. It was quite nice, actually. And he's taking photos. And as he's setting up, I'm just lying here on this bed of popcorn. I'm kind of sinking in it. And he's turning his head to get his bits together. And I'm just popping bits of popcorn in my mouth. Anytime you can eat the pops is such a good time. That's super fun. That'd be kind of a a cool uh, promo image for for. For for movie stuff yeah yeah absolutely because popcorn absolutely. and movies is yeah and i've had some of the photographers say you know if you want to come do this and character is lilith you're welcome so that's always a plus Just to worry about the wig and all the popcorn oh that wig is frightening okay. we we need to get we need to get new wigs yeah. because she's seeing more than her her days once yeah. we get a new wig yeah. i'm going to lay yeah. her to rest and I'm sure that people are going to want me to auction it off. Yeah. It's amazing what people want. 
that would be that would be, be a cool. good thing to auction it off to to put it back into the show or yeah yeah they don't they would definitely ask for uh Lilith's knickers if they're fight if i we do have plans for merch a, a little down the line yeah we have very soon within the next several months we're gonna have mondo creepy and lilith von bloodworth merchandise so that will be super fun nice. we've we've been getting requests for merchandise since the first show yeah yeah like people writing in do you have any props anything can we have her dresses her wigs mugs what have you got i'm like <laughs> no it would be pretty cool to see you team up with a company and make your own actual you know bloodworth wig be, you know like an official one official that license be, that would be brilliant yeah People have asked me for, we've only had a few, three episodes out so far, and they're constantly asking us for props. Autographs. Autographs, props, t-shirts, mugs, but things on the show. Yeah. Right. Like they want to know, um, they wanted to have the hands. Yeah. I've had people ask for the wig. One guy claimed it was for his daughter. One guy claimed mm-hmm. he wanted props for his daughter. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so it's coming, which we're, we're baby steps, but we're such a new show, but there's such a demand for the little bit that we have. And I'm ever so grateful. We both are. It really is. It really is because there's so much opportunity and potential for our future. So we're super excited for it. Especially when there's so many other other horror host shows out there and and some of them are really good some of them are really good you know, and, and so for people and, to like invest the time to sit with you for over two hours and watch your show when they, they could be doing whatever they want on a friday or saturday night and they decide to stick with you you know that that's that's a responsibility and that's an honor just the time is a gift it really is so the yeah yeah, yeah of course yeah. yeah so there's there's lots to look forward to in the future um, thank you so much for this opportunity. Yeah, thank it's you. It's a long time coming. And you, it's been a while. Yeah. Really, really kind and cool. And hopefully, we'll do this again sometime. Absolutely, definitely. Um, yep. I hear he's a, a, he's a fan. He's a fan. He's like Stephen Crypto. Woo. Yeah, thank you. Brilliant. Lilith. Thanks, Matt. I want to thank you on. so much it was, for both it was of you. Great talking to you guys. This has and been an honor. We'll definitely come back soon. Um, yeah, keep it going. Keep it going. We look, f- we look forward to the next episode. Well, definitely. Thank you so much to both of you. You too. Thank you. Enjoy. Right. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of your weekends. Cheers, guys. Bye. Hey, this is Dr. Gang Green. You're watching the Steve. No, you're not. You're listening to. You're listening to the Steve and Crypto Show right here on whatever network you're on. I don't know what you're on. Don't ask me. I can't see what you're doing, but keep listening and tune in next week for more cool content on the Steve and Crypto Show. And we're back. I want to thank you guys for listening to our little conversation and interview with Lilith and Matt. And thanks to them again for being on the show. Uh, We really wish them the best in their future endeavors. And, you know, we're both of us are kind of new, somewhat new to the podcasting game. And, you know, um, really enjoy what they've been doing so far. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to check them out, be sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. And get get uh, go subscribe to their YouTube channel and keep that's where they show 
Mondo Creepy and uh, keep your uh, ears open for them to start appearing on some other some other uh, platforms to to watch Mondo Creepy. That's right. And if you're still in the the podcasting mood, you can check out the podcastawards.com and go head over there and and give us a vote. We are in two categories. We would really appreciate your vote and your um, your love. So we love you guys, and you know we really uh, are just trying to make our way up and and you know just be one of, of many many podcast shows out there for you to listen to. We just want to be loved. Yeah, but yeah, podcastawards.com. Go to the entertainments and the you have people's until July thirty first entertainment and people's choice categories that's right you got till july 31st to vote and also what ends on july 31st would be a little contest uh we mentioned it at the beginning but if you for some reason didn't catch it um you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash steve crypto and we have a little raffle contest thing going on over there all contributors are going to be entered and the winner gets a prize pack custom made by steve and myself and you also get to come be on the show and talk with us yeah we want to talk to you do it come visit come be our friend um come help us make the show better and (laughs) help us upgrade things and fix things and all that important stuff so we could sound good and luckily we're uh just audio at the moment (laughs) but uh once we feel that we sound good enough, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll start doing some live streams and stuff, and see if we could uh, look good for you too. That that one's gonna take a little work, but <laughs> we'll sound good eventually. Yeah, but we want to thank everybody that's been listening so far. Anyone who's contributed at this point, just thank you guys for uh, for for sticking with us. Yes. Thirty six episodes in. So yeah, buymeacoffee.com slash Steve Crypto by July 31st to get into the contest, into the drawing. And I mean, of course, you can always contribute anytime before, after, during, next month, month after, next year. And uh, help us keep the show going. And go visit our friends at Fright Rags, fright-rags.com. Get you a Jaws shirt to celebrate Shark Week just ending. And I think that's That's about going to wrap up episode 36. Yeah. (laughs) Episode 36. I don't know why every week I I never remember that. I need to make like a sign to put in front of me. Just slap on my screen every week. Episode 36, motherfucker, to put it right next to my press record, motherfucker sticker. But, um, <laughs> hey, we yeah. have been the Steven Crypto Show. We thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next time. Thank you. Catch you next week. Peace.